Lobo Nation, you're about to listen to episode 001 of the Lobo Lifestyle Podcast presented by the UNF Lobo Club. When you're about to listen to this, you're going to hear from Charlotte Prouse, a national champion cross-country runner here from the Lobos, and just everything about her is spectacular, and we're just thankful for the opportunity to speak with her and for you guys to take a listen to everything that she's been doing here in her time as a Lobo. So have a good time, strap in, and get ready for the deep dive into Charlotte Prouse on the first episode of the Lobo Lifestyle Podcast. So this is the first episode of the Lobo Lifestyle Podcast presented by the UNM Lobo Club. And we're just happy to talk to all of our student athletes. But today we're going to talk with Charlotte Prouse. Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Talking with Charlotte Prouse, a member of our cross-country team here. I believe she's probably going to get into some of this cool stuff. But two-time national champion? One-time national champion? One-time and then runner-up. One-time and a runner-up. Either way, fantastic, <laughs> great person, super excited about it. And I'm Sean Ferrer. And Charlotte, where are you from and who are you and how'd you get to UNM? Yeah, so I am from London, Ontario, which is in kind of the equivalent of like the Midwest of Canada, I guess you could say. Um, I'm about two hours from Toronto and about two hours from Detroit. So yeah, UNM, I joined the Lobo team in the fall of 2017. Um, I transferred from the University of Washington, which is in Seattle, and then, um, yeah, I came to be a Lobo and have been here here ever since, and yeah, loving it. Nice, so how did that transfer happen from there to here? Like, what was that intermediate step? Was it the coaches, was it you, like just making the choice to to come on down here? Um, I think it was kind of just a, a culmination of a pretty terrible year for myself my sophomore year, Um, and I think just taking a step back and uh, needing a fresh start, and I think that was a big thing that, um, you know, New Mexico is a state, but UNM as well as a school and team kind of offered me, you know, coming from Canada to go to Seattle was a big adjustment, and Seattle to here is an even bigger adjustment, just like culture-wise and weather-wise and everything, and I think it kind of gave me that feeling of, like it was a clean slate and I had a, a place to come and kind of see what I could really do and kind of see what would happen when I was given, a, I guess, a second chance. And it's been great and I've really appreciated, um, yeah, the opportunities and everything like that and getting to wear uh, the turquoise. Nice. That's really cool. So when did you start running or like was that the first competitive thing you started doing? Were you playing other sports as a kid or... Was it just always running and cross country and jumping over a little, jumping over hurdles <laughs> and all that kind of stuff? Uh, no, so I, you know, I started running when I was in like grade three, but it was just for fun. And um, I remember practices that would like go around our block, and I only lived like a block away from the school, so I used to like stop and like walk, and I hated it when I first started, and <laughs> it felt so hard. And yeah. um, I played a bunch of other sports, and I think that was one thing that I'm pretty like fortunate that my parents let me do kind of everything. Um, I did soccer, I played lacrosse for quite a long time, uh, basketball. I sailed for a really long time, and I love that. And did swim team and uh, yeah tried to just keep all the doors open and I think it kind of gives you a better um, like it allows your body to not just like be in this like one motion from like basically a really young age to now and it kind of allowed me to 
see what I really liked and as well just like meet a bunch of different people and gain a bunch of different like abilities and um, it kind of culminated into running because you could tell that like in all the other sports that I was kind of only good at them because I could just outrun everyone. So, um, <laughs> I remember the same thing. Yeah, when I, was a kid. I think I finally kind of gave up my dreams of being a professional lacrosse player, soccer player, uh, when I started high school, and I still did swim team all throughout um, during the winter just because it was kind of something different and it really humbled me because it was so hard and I wasn't very good, but. Uh, yeah, um, been running probably since then, and yeah, it's pretty good. That's exciting. That's yeah. really cool. It's probably the first time I think anyone's ever answered that question with also on the sailing team. Yeah. <laughs> multitudes of times I've asked any other student-athlete that question. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, I sailed for quite a lot, long time, I think like eight years. Um, yeah, every summer, and I loved it. It was a big thing in my family. Like My sister and I were um, like partners together and would race together and my cousins did it and actually one of my cousins is an NCAA champion um, out of Roger Williams so yeah it was it's a pretty fun thing and it's so different and uh, I really love it like if I think if I could do any other sport it would be that it's just it's it's very different and I really like it that's so cool so who do you guys have the art you and your cousin have the argument of like who has the better championship <laughs> <laughs> it's funny actually this winter we like brought it up and we were more just like poking fun at everyone else in the family it's like well we're both NCAA champions what do you guys bring to the table you know <laughs> but no it's it's incredible like when I was when it happened I didn't really have an idea of what it meant and I think then going to the NCAA and kind of seeing how much a team title means. Um, I just had a greater appreciation for what she was able to accomplish. And um, yeah, it's really cool to be able to like talk to her about her experiences with it. And um, you know, now she's you know a lawyer and doing a lot of bigger things. So um, it's cool that we kind of have that connection still with that. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. That's a really good segue. What, what are you majoring in currently? Yeah, so I actually graduated in December, and I just started a master's program here at UNM. Nice. Um, so I'm taking the health education master's, which focuses on like public and community health. So I'm hoping to work with um, either kids or um, in a hospital setting. Like I have an internship at Child Life, which I, I really, really love. And um, I worked with kids with disabilities all through high school, and I think um, I'd really like to pursue something like that. I think working um, in an area that has nothing to do with running and kind of shows you like how small of a little bubble you are in when you're in um, distance running. It's, it gives you a greater perspective of, of like the opportunities and the abilities that I've been given. So um, yeah, hopefully something like that when running's done and so cool. hopefully it's in a little bit of time and you know I can do this for a little bit longer but <laughs> yeah it'll be some time mm -hmm. we know you we know you got a ways to go here on this this running yeah I hope so which is really really cool so was that similar to what you were doing in your undergrad program and that's what you're doing in the master's program yeah so I focused on like uh, childhood development and education and special education and stuff like that so um, yeah it's always been something I think when I worked at a therapeutic writing center um, in high school working with kids with disabilities and just seeing like how exercise for them like is a therapeutic thing and as well like distance running for me is a similar thing but is as well as like part of my I guess job. Um, it was just really inspiring seeing like I remember having kids from the day I started 
working there to the day I left and just seeing the growth and development that um, like physical activity was able to give them and how much joy it brought them to like know that they were coming in that day and um, yeah I think from then on I knew that was something that I wanted to do and when I was done with the sport and done with running um, I want to be like done and um, yeah I think just knowing the right time to leave and being able to move on to different things I think you know I've given a lot of time and energy and you know I hope to continue to do that for for quite a while but as well um, I want to move on and make a different area of my life um, special when I'm done. That's really cool. That's like super That's altruistic awesome. of you. Like, <laughs> Thank you. Mentality. Thank as, you. As someone to give back to your community or give back to other people, it's, that's fantastic. Thank you. That's so cool. Different question for you, because that, that answered a lot of the questions. <laughs> and it's exciting to hear. Who are some of your favorite athletes or role models or people who've just inspired you up to this point as you're still, you know, you are still competing. We're not at that point yet where, mm -hmm. you're, where you're giving up the sport of running like I have. Um, you're still going through that process and competing. Who are those people who kind of, you know, led you down that path or inspired you along your journey? Yeah, I think um, it's a good question. You know, I'd be biased. I think... You know, Courtney Frericks was here and um, did her fifth year here at UNM and just did incredible things from the day she stepped on campus. And her and I are actually really, really good friends. And just seeing the things that she's done, you know, she won the team title here and then won the outs, um, NCAA outdoor title in the steeple and set the collegiate record and has just skyrocketed since then. Um, you know, having her as a really good friend has been... Um, you know, life-changing for me, but as well just seeing her as an athlete and knowing that what she puts in and what she's gone through and her just being really honest in that um, has been great. And I think as well, you know, in the wake of the last couple of days, you know, you see everything that's happened in the news and everything that happened on Sunday. Um, yeah, I think just not even just with running, just athletes, even in sports that aren't, you know, the sport that I do, uh, you know, it's devastating what happened, and I think just knowing how impactful that has been um, to someone who doesn't even play basketball, um, yeah, I think just knowing, like, how much time and effort that Kobe put into his activities on the court, off the court, I think just his lifestyle is inspiring. You know, he, when he left the sport, he almost started creating an even larger legacy when he did that, and I think... Um, being able to do that is something that you don't see um, very often, and I think he was a once-in-a-lifetime um, person, athlete, um, and just a real inspiration for athletics in general. And I think um, taking a step back when you've had your, you know, your hard times, times you've taken a break from running or um, from your sport and gone through an injury or something with mental health or anything like that, and just. Becoming a better person when you leave it, I think, is just incredibly inspiring. So, um, you know, I hope to live a shred of a similar life that he was able to give to the, you know, sports as a whole. 
I could not agree yeah. that as a kid who grew up in Southern California, that's that's my superhero mm -hmm. right there, my real life superhero. So yeah. I couldn't agree more with the the work ethic and, and where you're at on, on him. And honestly, you have some really cool Lobo folks here to, to look towards as well, especially mm -hmm. in what you do, you know, with being a steeplechase runner and, and those type of things. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah, I think, you know, athletics and sports in general is just incredible, like, you see how many people um, are kind of connected through it, and it doesn't have to be your exact, you know, event specialty, just how empowering it is and how much um, connection people are able to have through that. Because at the end of the day, we all understand <clears throat> what it's like to, you know, go through injury and difficult times, and it just gives you a connection that you don't normally have with other people, and I think... Um, yeah, it's just incredibly powerful. It really is. It really is. Similar note, who's somebody in just your life that inspires you? Mom, dad, friend, brother, sister, cousin who won a national championship? <laughs> um, who's that person for you? Like, who's the go-to person that just kind of inspires you on, on a day-to-day -day level? Yeah, um, you know, I think in more recent times, I would have to say my parents, um, they are incredible people, and I'm very, very fortunate for them. You know, we've gone through um, some tough times together, especially during my sophomore year, and with transferring and kind of just battling through some stuff myself. And um, you know, they've stuck beside me through some really, really tough times and some really heartbreaking moments. And I think they are two people that I look up to um, and go to for support. And if I wasn't running, they would be equally as supportive as if I, you know, want to continue to do this. And all they care about at the end of the day is that I'm happy and I'm doing something that I love, whether it's in the classroom or um, on the track. And I think we've just become so much closer through the tough times. And um, this uh, winter break, especially with uh, just some family stuff going on and um, my mom going through some loss of both of her parents and I think it just it brought us so much closer and it just gave me such a greater appreciation for how much they've given me and all the support and love and it's just constant like I can be uh, a really tough person to be around and you know I I can be kind of you know in my own little bubble of distance running and you know, they they stick by me and they support me and, um, you know, they're constantly checking on me and just asking me how I'm doing and um, they both work incredibly hard to give me and my family and um, my sister um, anything we've ever needed and no matter what, just continue to work hard every single day and, uh, yeah, it, yeah, they're great. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool to have those kind of parents just backing you up and making sure you're happy and make sure... Like your whole family's taken care of. That's that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Don't to your mom. And Thank you. Yeah, it's kind of tough. It's definitely a tough one. Um, how do you spend your free time outside of school or outside of running or outside of creating a really cool future for yourself um, when you're planning to take care of kids and help kids and help people? Mm -hmm. um, how are you taking care of yourself and enjoying your life and enjoying your free time? Yeah, that's definitely something you kind of forget as a part of training, I guess, and. Um, you know, I'm a big coffee person, so, you know, going <laughs> to coffee shops is, kind of is, is pretty good. Um, you know, being able to go there and just sit down and, you know, listen to a, a podcast or uh, listen to music or, um, you know, 
journal has been a big thing that I've really um, been able to work uh, through some stuff with and reading and as well just like surrounding yourself with some really great people is super, super important. And I think whether that be people on your team or people outside of the, the team, it's um, something that I, I don't take for granted. And I'm pretty fortunate to have a good group of people here in Albuquerque that, um, you know, they used to be on the team and they've graduated and, you know, they still run and are chasing their goals. And it's just really great to have people that get it but are also um, kind of removed from it as well and, you know, not to have to talk about what happened at practice that day or anything like that and kind of just, you know, it's nice to leave practice and leave practice and not have that kind of follow you into your day-to-day -day routine and I think um, being able to do that is really important to kind of not allow it to be an all-consuming thing because totally. training takes a long time and takes a lot of your day up but being able to kind of leave that when you've completed what you need to do for that day and you know as well enjoy your time while you can and um, yeah they're pretty great you know we go and do all sorts of things we have uh, we play some games like card games and it gets pretty intense so <laughs> that's pretty good I still get competitive you know but you know we're playing Monopoly deal or Uno and it's Monopoly's always tough yeah you know, when you have yeah some friendships are truly tested in those moments but yeah yeah we've had <laughs> we had the game thrown in the garbage at one point and um, <laughs> yeah I was I wasn't there that night and I got it like a message in our group chat and like it was going off about how Uno had been thrown away and I was like what happened and um, a double drop yeah it was it's truly for such a simple game it really brings out the worst in people but I love it you know it's great it's, uh, it's a good thing to do on the on the nights cool yeah. back to you as a student athlete here at UNM real fast favorite memory whether it's actually I'll let you go favorite sports memory here at UNM yeah I mean it's pretty you know my first fall here was pretty great I don't <laughs> I really started it out um, on a super high note and I think uh, yeah winning that title that first year was was so exciting I think for me um, transferring and kind of going through a lot of stuff my sophomore year and then coming here and winning the team title um, it was so exciting it, I will I will never forget um, crossing the finish line and seeing Edna on the ground and you know knowing she had won and um, you know, Alice was right behind me and then seeing all the other girls come flying in and just being surrounded by the turquoise and, you know, um, there's a video of us, we see the coaches and the trainer at the time um, in the finishing shoot and some of the girls who didn't race and just the emotion, like everyone was crying and everyone was so excited and I'll never forget that, just... Um, those few minutes like right after the race where you know you've just run as hard as you can and um, you know I saw my parents and they were just they were just so proud and I think just having that moment of um, what a turnaround it had been in those 365 days and um, really feeling empowered wearing the turquoise that day um, and just being surrounded by everyone that was just so excited and um, you know, we weren't sure if we were going to win that day, and uh, you know the stars aligned, and everyone did what they needed to do, and 
just being a part of that was was really really special and um, you know each time I've put on the turquoise has been just as special and um, but there's just something about the team that just made it even better and you know when we got second the following year that was still really really incredible you know um, we had had our ups and downs in the season and weren't sure how we were going to do on that day and I mean we were coming to snow and it being super cold in Wisconsin and um, yeah that was a super fun race as well and getting second that day we had our best race of the year that day and that was super fun as well and um, it was a great way to end um, my cross-country career here. That's so awesome. Yeah. You got some pretty cool stuff huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay kind of the last thing and then we'll go in a little quick lightning round and just have some fun. What do you hope to take from UNM as you go into your future, into the rest of your life, whether it's here in the States or back in Canada or somewhere else around the world because, you know, cross-country folks like to travel all yeah. over the place. Um, what do you hope to take from UNM? Um, I think one thing that UNM has taught me is just how, um, you know, incredibly diverse and um, you know, powerful being around people who aren't from the same places you can be and how um, using that to your advantage. You know, people come from all sorts of different places and backgrounds and um, you know, that with the team has been something that has taught me every day. You know, people work out differently and people need different things and just knowing that at the end of the day that you are your own individual person and bringing what you can to the, to the team is just as empowering as the next person standing beside you. And I think um, knowing that and knowing that you um, as yourself is something that's, you know, inspiring someone beside you or is helping someone beside you and, um, you know, vice versa, you know, someone's story that's standing beside me has um, inspired me to be a better person. And I think just being really okay with that and knowing that the way I am is totally fine if it's not the same as someone else and um, how different we all are, but when it comes down um, to the day, you know, it's what makes us, you know, as successful as we are. And um, yeah, the diversity has been something that, you know, I, I learn something new basically every day. And um, yeah, I think it's just made me appreciate being around people and being around a team that, uh, you know, uplifts me in different areas. And um, yeah, it's incredibly powerful. That was our episode with Charlotte Prouse of UNM Lobo Cross Country. It was fantastic. One of the big things I loved hearing from Charlotte is just how engaged she is in our community and taking care of young athletes and young students and, and young human beings here in New Mexico and how that's something that she's looking to do going into her future and everything that she's doing while she's here and now at a master's program and those type of pieces are what we love to celebrate about our student athletes here about the, at the University of New Mexico. Thank you for listening to the first episode of the Lobo Lifestyle Podcast here presented by the UNM Lobo Club. If you want more information about the UNM Lobo Club, you can find us online at unmloboclub.com. Have a great day or evening, and as always, go Lobos. <laughs>